It's the largest movie chain in America. The company AMC is hoping to reopen 100 locations on August 20th with a surprise, 15 cents a ticket to try and lure people back in to watch releases on the silver screen. Can the company survive? Going is kaput right now with COVID-19, but attendance at theaters was declining even before the pandemic. No doubt you've heard that theaters make their profits not on what's showing, but on the overpriced popcorn and drinks at concession stands. Most of us are learning to watch movies and TV online these past few months. At my house, we started getting discs again from Netflix because, frankly, we like old movies. It took my wife and me three nights to make it through Lawrence of Arabia a couple weeks back. Popcorn tastes better at home anyway. Entertainment helps this summer. Encouragement helps more. And we're finding encouragement together. More time in God's Word. Welcome to Haven Today. Here on a Friday. And I'm Charles Morris sharing the great story with you that's all about Jesus. And this is a program called Soul Care. A fresh way to love the Lord to know his love for us. That's what we all are having to learn or should be learning this summer, to understand more this biblical concept of true soul care. Yesterday, one of our team members learned her father was positive for COVID. He's sick, and her father needs our prayers, as do so many others. And this team member is getting ready to be married this fall. Now she's in quarantine for 14 days. The fatigue of a pandemic, it's setting in for many of us. And just as we think maybe it's getting better, someone we know comes down with it. Or numbers go up somewhere else. Will it ever go away? If ever there were a time to care for our souls and the souls of others, it's today. I think that's why I've been so encouraged speaking with Pastor Zach Heswine this week. He's had people in his congregation get sick and die. But he's comforted by the truth that the Lord Jesus is with his people, even when their family and pastors can't join them in the hospital. While we cry out to the Lord and wish we could be there with them physically, we really can take genuine comfort. The Lord is alive, and uh, he knows his own by name, and no one can snatch them from his hand, and he will draw near. Dr. Zach Heswine will join us again later in the program. And after we spend time with him and in God's Word, I'd like to send you a copy of his book called Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic Hope for Those Who Suffer from Depression. Zach wrote this book to help all of us better understand depression and to have compassion for those suffering from it. And by looking at the life of Charles Spurgeon, yes, even the Prince of Preachers struggled with depression from time to time, I know you'll find hope seeing how Jesus brought him through. After the program, I want to send you a copy of Spurgeon's Sorrows for your gift to Haven Today. And pray about your generosity. August is our slowest giving month of the year, and we rely 100% on gifts from listeners like you. Would you call us at 800-654-2836? 2836. Or go online, download the first chapter for the book, and then you can make your gift at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And just as we open with our first song, 
Reminder, we still have copies of the Jeremy Camp movie, I Still Believe. It's a well-made movie from the team that produced I Can Only Imagine, and it tells the story of Jeremy and Melissa Camp and their struggle with cancer. It's a must-see movie this month. And now, let's open with Jeremy Camp. Lord, help me now to face this battle. My strength has failed. And my eyes can't see Through the waves of doubt That take me under In the chaos I hear you speak Be still and know That you are my God Be still and know That you are enough Though my heart is racing You brought me rest in times of struggle I lay my head down at your feet The storm in me that I can't wrestle Is calmed when I hear you speak Be still and know that you are my God In you I stand forever You are faithful And your love endures forever Yes, your love endures forever You are faithful In you I stand forever Yes, in you I stand forever Be still and know That you
You're listening to Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. The program on this Friday is called Soul Care, and we opened with Jeremy Camp singing his song, Be Still. Yesterday, I was speaking to a retired bank president and family friend in Oklahoma. He lost his brother in March to COVID. His wife had it, but recovered. She was in one hospital. Her husband died in another. She couldn't even attend her husband's graveside service. She says, it's like I never got to even say goodbye. If there were ever a time to learn a fresh, new way to lean on Jesus, now is that time. All week, we've been talking about our need to learn new ways to comfort others, and I think now is that time. And for those I've spoken with who haven't been affected and wonder how bad it really is, now is a good time this summer to pray for others, to give thanks that we've been spared while others have not. It's a high and holy calling we have that I'm still learning. It's not easy. I've suffered bouts of depression these past months, not so much anxiety in my case, and it's why having a frontline pastor who himself has suffered depression like Charles Spurgeon from a prior generation has been such a blessing to me, and I pray to you. Dr. Zach Esswine is a pastor in St. Louis. On Zoom a few days ago, I asked Zach to talk with me about how his church is coping with the pandemic. Well, I think we're experiencing what any local ministry is going through, and local pastors, local ministry leaders, anywhere and everywhere. In our particular locality, we've not been hit as hard as some other places uh, in the country, but we've certainly felt it, and we feel it in ordinary ways. Like uh, the, in our case, mostly the the parents of grown their grown children. So one of our families. Uh, their mother, the mother and the daughter, uh, both had COVID, and the mother did pass away, and the daughter was okay after two weeks or so. And we were giving thanks to the Lord because, uh, of course, how this goes, you're not the hardship is not only the impending, the worry and an impending death in this case, and the, all the pain that that is, but also, as you know, the double wound of that of not being able to be present uh, with the one we love in that moment. And so we gave thanks because uh, just hours before um, her uh, mother passed away, uh, the family was given the privilege of being able to see her through a video uh, that they set up in the ICU there. And uh, the grandson was able to play uh, his violin for his grandmother. Uh, just hours before she passed away. And uh, what a bittersweet moment that is. And uh, we give thanks for that. We just got word yesterday that um, a mother and a, you know, a, a family in our church, their parents, their mom and dad who are up in years uh, are both tested positive. And so that family is feeling the, the worry about that. And then I think we've also just had the order, the stuff that goes on, apart from COVID, uh, like one of our members having a stroke, the husband not being able to be there with her and uh, the, the kids not being able to be there and the limits on a pastor and being able to pray and, and uh, all those things. I suppose it's everyone uh, is learning in a fresh way uh, who, they, who they love 
know, the Lord that they love and, and what it means to trust the Lord with tears and longing and, uh, and, and being alone in a way that none of us would have imagined. Uh, and then giving thanks for small, small graces that actually seem quite big. (laughs) And, uh, and so I think that's how we're, that's how we're getting along and trying to make the decisions that every local ministry is trying to make about how we use our building and uh, how we open, when we open, how we uh, work with families, all those things. When it comes to a time like that, and I know there's studies that are just coming out now uh, about aloneness in a hospital room when you're suffering, when you're dying, your relatives your friends can't come in and see you. If you're in Christ, though, the Lord is near. Yes. Uh, that's a comfort we have as believers, isn't it? It is. It's, it's, our, it's our, uh, our desperate comfort, right? Or it's our, um, our true comfort, our through tears comfort. Yeah. Uh, we think of Jesus saying, though everyone will leave him, he will not be alone because the father is with him. Mm. We think of the apostle Paul saying something similar when everyone deserted him, but the Lord was with him, Paul said. And, and there's some, you know, there's some supernatural element here that, that we take by faith that the Lord really does draw near to his people. And so while we cry out to the Lord and wish we could be there with them physically, we really can take, genuine comfort. The Lord is alive and uh, he knows his own by name and no one can snatch them from his hand and he will draw near. And in a, in a way that passes understanding, like Paul talks about this peace that guards our heart and passes understanding in our anxieties, the Lord will comfort his people and uh, he will not abandon them. And that is our great hope and comfort. Zach Husswine, a pastor in St. Louis who's helping his flock through a COVID-19 summer. He knows what it's like to have his first wife leave him, leaving him to raise young children on his own. And now remarried, they have grown and almost grown children, and of all things, a 17-month-old. The Apostle Peter knew bouts of depression. Church history tells us he died for his faith in Christ. And for us today... He left us encouragement of our living hope in Jesus in his very first letter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because of his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you. You are being guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. You rejoice in this, even though now for a short time, if necessary, you suffer grief in various trials, so that the proven character of your faith, more valuable than gold, which, though perishable, is refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ." Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though not seeing him now, you believe in him 
and you rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy, because you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. 1 Peter 1, 3 through 3-9. In 1928, an American submarine, S-4, sank off the eastern coast on a dive after routine maintenance work. Divers made contact through Morse code. After an initial exchange of how many were on board, what is your condition? And the divers received this message from those on board. Is there any hope? In the midst of the circumstances, what a penetrating question. Many ask that question about so many circumstances of life. Is there any hope? Is there any hope for my marriage? Is there any hope for my children's salvation? Is there any hope for my country? Is there any hope for my sin? And my answer is, there is hope. This living hope in Jesus, our salvation. This hope is provided by God's grace through the work of Jesus Christ, Peter just told us in his first letter, this hope is proved by Jesus' resurrection. This hope is perfected by the sanctification of the Holy Spirit. This living hope results in eternal solutions for temporary struggles. This hope is an eternal inheritance guaranteed to be permanent and guarded by his power. Our earthly trials are only temporary. They refine our faith, and this results in praise. May these words not minimize our problems today. Our problems are real as we wrestle with them. But may the promises from our Lord above put them in a proper perspective. May it never be said, after each of us leaves this life, that we didn't reach out to the one, Jesus, who is our living hope. Where do the broken-hearted go? To find a comfort for their pain So many hurting need to know The hope there is in Jesus' name I tried to make it on my own I kept on drifting far away But now I finally have a home In Jesus' love I'll always stay I have joy in the time of sorrow carry on till Jesus comes Though trials and snares may come my way And by His strength the race I'll run 
And by His grace these words I'll sing I have joy in the time of sorrow It may have been a long time since you heard a Dallas Holmes song. Perhaps you remember his most famous song, Rise Again. But this song, I Have Hope, is a personal favorite of our music director and knew it was a perfect fit to have on the program today. I'm Charles Morris, and this is Haven Today, and we're in a series called Soul Care. All week, I've been personally blessed to spend time with Pastor Zach Kesswine. The Lord has taken him through some dark valleys in his own life, and I know that's why he's been so pastoral with the words he's shared. And that's why I really would like you to have a copy of his book called Spurgeon's Sorrows, Realistic Hope for Those Who Suffer from Depression. Instead of just being a book of cure-all formulas, Zach shows us the nature of depression with compassion and understanding. And he does this through the life of Charles Spurgeon. Even that great prince of preachers was a person like you and me, and he struggled with depression. This is not a self-help book, but it's a helpful note that'll show there is hope in Jesus for those struggling with depression. It's a book we all need to read right now as depression and anxiety levels are four to five times higher than they were this time last year. Maybe you're not struggling. 
but this book will help you see how you can be an encouragement to others who are discouraged or fearful. Why don't you call us right now? And the number to call is 800-654-2836. 800-654-2836. Make your gift, but ask for a copy of the book. And if you know someone who's struggling with depression, I would encourage you to get a second copy to send along to them, and we'll send it directly to them with no extra shipping costs. You can also go online at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And when you're there, download the first chapter of Spurgeon's Sorrows for free. And also take a look at the blog that we have there, where Spurgeon, in his own words, talks about his struggle with depression as well. And don't forget, if you wanted to order it but haven't, we still have the DVD, I Still Believe, following the story of Jeremy Camp and his first wife's struggle with cancer. It's a movie filled with hope that's so needed in this summer we're undergoing right now. Ask about it when you call or watch the movie trailer when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you for joining me as you head into your weekend. Would you come back again on Monday when again we'll get to share together the great story, the story that's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Everyone has a past, and as the cliche goes, it's past, or at least it should be. But sometimes a painful past can feel like a dark shadow that never leaves. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you feel like you'll never be able to make up for something terrible you've done. Well, if so, you have something in common with King David. In one of his many psalms, he included this prayer. Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. And that is exactly the point. It's never your goodness but God's forgiveness and love through Jesus that'll ever enable you to leave your past behind you. You can get your Anchor devotional in print monthly at getanchor.com.